This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my loves. Grand Rising. I'm so glad that you are here. Um, Before we get into this, though, I will say I'm outside. I tried recording, was it two days ago, three days ago, I can't remember, a couple days ago anyway, um, like later in the night in my room, and for some reason I wasn't taking any deep belly breaths, so I said the word um a lot, and I was very short with my words, and just wasn't letting myself take a deep inhale and exhale out of fear of people judging me for breathing through the microphone as silly as that sounds but I truly was listening to it and I was like I sound like I can't finish my words because um I'm just not breathing um but I'm so happy to be here I am so happy to be recording I do apologize for any background noise there's lots of birds going on I'm sitting with the cat I don't know where he went. He was next to me. I think he's kind of pissed because I wasn't petting him right away. But that's Leo for you. He's a little bit of an attention whore. Um, anyway, see, I don't want to say um. That's the thing. I'm like really trying not to say it instead of just letting there be stillness and silence because there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, And all you do, whether you're having a conversation with someone or you're eating or you're truly just enjoying the moment, there doesn't always need to be noise or um, constant energy going. It's okay just for you to truly feel the present moment with no words, just your own energy. Anyway... Um, it's, I was planning on recording around like 7 in the morning, but it's now closer to 8. It's so cool outside, it's breezy, it's beautiful, I mean, the trees look amazing, the birds are singing, nobody is awake, I think just yet. I believe that's a plane flying over me, if you can hear it. Anyways, um, my mom has a client over right now. Oh, do you hear Leo? Hi, Leo. Hi, baby. Don't come on the table. You're going to rock the table. Here, I'll, I'll hold on, guys. I'm going to bring Leo close to me. Come on. Good boy. So now we've got a buddy with us. We've got Leo. It's my sister's cat. But he's technically the family cat now, pretty much. Leo, not on the table. No, 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 not on the table. Come over here. Come sit next to me. Come sit next to me. I'll pet you if you come over here. Oh my goodness, I'm very sorry, guys. Come here. All right, he'll figure it out. Oh, look, there he figured it out. So, I have just been going through, like... I mean, we're always growing 
pretty much, but uh, recently the healing that I've done is tremendous and I part of me wishes that I could share um, some of the past things that I used to do to myself when I was coping in a really negative way when I was like 16 or 17. Oh, he's jumping down. He's so indecisive. He's such a little teenage boy. Um, I said it again. I need to not call myself out either. Or it's going to annoy me. But just the healing that I've gone through lately is absolutely tremendous. I mean, last night, I think me and my boyfriend talked from like 11.30 to almost 1 in the morning just about healing and growth and how we're not going to hold one another back from the choices that we want to make in life and the futures that we want to have and that we support one another in all that we do and we were just talking about um, how much we've how much progress we've made and how crazy it was that when we were you know 15 16 even 17 we were making these really poor choices and weren't aware of how much they were hurting our mental health affecting our subconscious programming bad thoughts and behaviors and how you know self-awareness has really guided us towards a path full of laughter and a desire for joy and a desire to take care of ourselves and set ourselves up for a fruitful future and I think I might share this um just because you know I will if it leads to like a loss of sponsorship what honestly whatever like I don't care this is my podcast but when I oh that was a loud chirp (laughs) they're fighting (laughs) oh my god I love the morning ah I love it just like soak it in so anyways I was journaling last night and yesterday was so emotional for no reason obviously there was an underlying reason in a sense that I was just I was rebirthing pretty much once again as I do almost every day but yesterday was very intense um I don't follow astrology or anything like that so I don't know if something was going on with the planets but besides the point I was just my boyfriend was in the shower and I had just gotten to a little bit of an argument with my mom and realizing that I can't I can speak my boundaries I've, I've gotten very good at it Um, Not letting people talk down on me, not letting people um, demean my own self-worth because they fail to realize the um, part that they took in the confrontation. Like, I just don't do that shit anymore. I will call you out, and if it's rude, then it's rude to you, but it's not my problem that you perceive it in that way. I'm going to speak my truth instead of holding on to that energy and in return coping in a negative way or hurting myself in the long run. But uh, which came with blessing because this morning I came downstairs and I was like, good morning, mom. Like, I love you. I was just, I woke up with so much love this morning and I was like, good morning, mom. I love you because I healed on my own time because I spoke my truth. And she hugged me and she was like, I love you so much. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you were 
um, not consciously aware of that when you were at that age. I was like, mom, like, I'm not going to get into detail, guys. But I was like, mom, I really don't remember that. Like, I don't remember that situation happening when I was three or four. And to get mad at me for it is completely ridiculous. And she was like, yeah, I understand. Um, I truly didn't think about it. You just, we were talking about a sensitive subject and I refused to um, focus it on me and I made it about you when I shouldn't have. And it is so nice watching your parents also realize and have their own realizations about their um, poor behavior and in return can grow and we can heal together. But anyway, she hugged me and she like kissed me on the cheek and she was just like I love you so much and I'm so glad that we're going through this healing journey together and I recognize my faults and I'm proud of you for speaking your truth and like I'm getting emotional just thinking about it right now because that is my mother like I'm so blessed to have such a great woman support me and be my backbone and ground me sorry Leo's back on chair hi Leo and so but before all of that this morning last night i was journaling my boyfriend was in the shower and i was just crying and crying crying not out of sadness but i'm a very deep feeler i just am i always have been and i used to apologize to people for being a deep feeler i used to be embarrassed about it i used to hide myself away Um, which I do sometimes still do. If I feel the need to cry, I'll cover my face with my hair or I'll put my um, hoodie on if I have a hoodie on and I'll tighten the strings to cover my face or I'll look away or I'll cry quietly. And um, I'm learning to unapologetically be myself and I just feel like that at the end of the day, I'm just a deep feeler. And if you are that way, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, Just like there isn't wrong with anyone who um, internalizes their emotions and has to dig deeper in order to feel it's just a matter of who we are as people and I don't know if it's a level of consciousness I don't know if it's a level of awareness but I have always been one to and I don't even mean like I'm sad I would just feel this energetic shift in my body and tears will literally be rolling down my eyes I won't be like sobbing or crying it's just the emotion is being released through my body and it's so therapeutic and so healing I'm getting off track anyways I was journaling and I was crying and I was just so proud of myself and if you're on this healing journey too guys like I am so so proud of you and the work that you put in and showing up for yourself every single day and giving yourself enough discipline and self-love to really sit down with yourself and tap in with yourself and recognize that there is room for healing there is room for growth and there is room to deal with these mental emotional afflictions that a lot of people brush under the rug because they live an on autopilot life and they don't want to feel they don't want to heal they don't want to deal with trauma because it's so much easier to cope with you know alcohol or drugs or food or media and tv there's just so many instant gratifications in this world that 
it's so easy to escape so quickly, but in return, it hurts you so much more in the long run. So with when I was journaling, I was just really proud of myself for all the healing that I've gone through. It was, I was sitting there and I was being so present. I truly, truly have been trying and I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and act like I do this every single day, but I make an effort to get off social media an hour or so before I go to bed. I'm going to try to make it more and more time. Uh, sorry, my boyfriend just sent me money. Absolutely not. I'm re- I'm refunding that. What the hell? <laughs> He's so sweet. Um, bro, I can't believe you just did that. Anyway, so I was just sitting there fully um, immersed in the present moment. I think immersed is the right word. I was embracing the present moment. And I had my, like, dim lights on and... Uh, I had my little twinkle lights on and I was just trying to make it like a mood for myself and I was and I was drinking um, my hot cocoa which is just almond milk a little bit of stevia or you can use honey or agave if you want and cocoa powder like pure just pure cocoa powder no added sugar or anything like that and heat that up and I like to add a little bit of cinnamon to mine and it's really good and you just stir it and you sip on it and it's such a sweet little treat to um really gift your body Um, and it's one of those things that you can like sip on and after each sip truly feel the warmth and the love and the comfort from this food that is blessing your soul and I've also just when I'm menstruating I just truly um, crave chocolate I don't get it I don't understand why that's a thing but I crave chocolate like a motherfucker so I was sitting there. I'm going really off topic, guys, but I'm just, uh, this this is like the moment that I need to record. I, I really kind of forced a recording a couple days ago. It it was a lot of what I wanted to say, but I just wasn't fully in tune. Um, I wasn't breathing correctly. Like I said, it just wasn't what I wanted to put out. I wasn't happy with the content I created. So sitting there healing truly embracing the present moment and that's why I got emotional was a couple years ago not even like three or four years ago I was I cannot believe I'm opening up about this hopefully this doesn't hit me in the ass I was basically craving attention from people that didn't give a shit if I was alive or dead and wanting to party a lot of the time um and drowning myself in alcohol my dad's alcohol to be exact I would come home from work um I worked at a restaurant at the time this actually really nice restaurant I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I had there but my mental state wasn't um working out with the environment that I was in because the people that surrounded me were, I really do think this is why I went home and I would drink. Um, But the people around me were drinking like pretty much the second they got off their shift or even drinking on their shift or like the cooks were drinking and getting drunk while they were cooking. And I know that's a very normalized thing in the restaurant industry, but it was affecting my young mind. And so I would go home 
and I would take a little bit from each of my dad's bottles and I would drink until I couldn't stand. I would drink until I would black out. I would drink until I, I, I don't wanna go into too much detail, but I would drink until I was laying there unable to move while my phone would ring while someone that actually cared about me would text me or call me and I couldn't even touch or grab my phone because I was so numb in this poison that I was drowning myself in. And I think a lot of people fail to realize that from the outward perspective, you can seem okay, you can seem happy, you can seem all right. And I think that's somewhat how I came off to people at school. I do believe that some days I was very bad at hiding it. I'm very, very bad at putting on a, up a front sometimes. And I'm okay with just showing myself. I, It doesn't bother me, but I truthfully would hide my emotions, not for my sake, but for other people's sake. And that's something I don't fucking do anymore and I refuse to do. I'm not going to take up less space or little belittle myself for the comfortability of others. Like, that's not... That's not how it should be, as with other people and me. My, Casey, I love you, and I'm sorry if I'm calling you out, but, and this isn't calling him out. I just, I understand that his pers, uh, the way people perceive him is important to him. Um, and he was crying last night, and, like, basically we're holding one another, and he was crying because I'm leaving, and he, we always tell each other that we're one another's best friend, and um, not that we need each other, but we're two strong, independent people and we come together and make an even stronger unit. He always says that. And I think it's just so, it's just so heartwarming. Um, and he was crying and he literally apologized after he goes, I'm sorry for crying. And I looked at him and I said, do not apologize to me. Don't ever apologize to me for crying. He was like, what? I was like, don't ever apologize to me for crying. Don't ever apologize for taking up space. Don't ever apologize for feeling your emotions. Your emotions are valid and you are loved and I'm here for you. And he just looked at me with like this, like release. And he looked at me with this awe in his eyes like he had never been told that before and he just held me and held me tightly and um I've truly felt what it meant to be present and actually love someone and be in love with someone and I'm understanding now that the relationships that I had in my past were so I don't want to say wrong because everything's meant to happen for a reason and I learned my lessons, but I cannot believe that I let people treat me so poorly in the past and I wouldn't say anything or I wouldn't speak up or I was too embarrassed to be myself because it would hurt my image or hurt my ego if they saw the real me. Um, I wouldn't dare to dream in front of Sorry, that was Leo. <laughs> I wouldn't dare to journal um, in front of my exes. I would be too embarrassed or, I know it sounds silly, or draw or do my yoga practice or work out in front of them. Um, in the past, that shit used to literally, like, I would feel selfish for wanting time to myself or 
now I can ask my boyfriend and be like, hey, like, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to meditate and do some yoga and either journal or just sit in my own silence and truly reflect on how I feel. And he'll go, okay. I'm like, it's going to take me an hour. Is that all right? He goes, you don't have to ask. Like, that's okay. Like, go. And that's something that I truthfully think that if you are looking for the right kind of relationship, to pay attention to how not only how they treat you but how they respond to how you want to be treated it is so so important that the relationship is two-sided and is a 50 50 and is a coming together of two strong people that want to grow that make an even stronger unit and he calls me out on my bullshit and i call him out on his bullshit not in a malicious way but in a way that's like hey you are being i i see you i see your emotions but you can't wallow in this you need to understand tap in see why you're feeling this way i might have to go inside if the there's gonna be all this noise but anyway i see how you're feeling take some time let go and move on because I think a lot of us get caught up in these stories in our head and it can cause um, you to spiral. And one thing that, oh my gosh, when I tell you has changed my life recently is when a thought comes up, sometimes I truthfully, oh no, please not right now. Oh, I'm going to have to walk. Hold on, guys. Give me one second. Hey, we're back. I'm trying my best to stay away from the noise. I walked all the way over to the side of my house, um, which is kind of nice because now I'm even more grounded with the earth. But if this guy keeps using his leaf blower, I think, oh, Leo's coming to me. Hi, Leo. (laughs) Hi. Hi, Leo. It was so cute. He just like ran across the field over to me. Um... What was I talking about? Oh, a really cool hack that I think you should use in your life. Because sometimes I have these thoughts that are just so negative and so poor. And man, I really hope you guys can't hear that. I'm going to say a couple more things and then I might go in my car. Because my car is a good recording space just because it's quiet. But I do like to be outside because it's very um, healing. I feel so bad. (laughs) Hi, Leo. Come here. Um, But if I have a really poor thought, something that I truthfully, when I do think about it, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with my brain? Instead of fixating on it and trying to figure it out or um, freaking out or spiraling, what I do is I kind of see it as like a friend knocking on my door. And I will recognize it and I'll basically be like, hey, I see you. And then I'll shut the door on it and I'll just move on to the next thought. Um, And I when I mean that is something like something that I truthfully don't think I struggle with, but will pop up in my brain sometimes is feelings of jealousy or like just stupid shit that'll be like, for example, Oh, you can't go out. You don't look as good as so-and-so. And I know that's not a true thought that I'm having. It's just 
I don't know why it comes up. I don't know if it's an attack from a bad spirit or just programming. Leo's rubbing up against my journal. This is really cute. I wish I could like film this for you guys. One day I'm going to have my YouTube channel and I'm so excited and I'm going to make a bunch of healing content. But let me wrap this up real quick. So I'll basically look at the thought and I'll be like, hey, what's up? Not going to engage. Goodbye. And I'll take a deep, deep belly breath and then I'll move on. So with that being said, I don't think this guy's going to stop uh, blowing his leaf blower. So we're going to go in my car. I do apologize for this mix of audio, but I really want to record right now. I just have a lot of shit to say and then I just feel like I can keep talking, talking, talking. Uh, talking is a little hard. I'm not going to lie. When you don't have someone to respond back to you for almost an hour. It can feel like you're running out of ideas. I just love recording outside. It's so therapeutic for me. This sucks. I really... Man, maybe I should have gotten up earlier. Uh, anyway, I'll be right back, guys. Hello, my loves. I am back again for the third time. I am really trying to keep my patience and keep my calm. Uh, there's so much background noise that was going on with dogs barking. There are still dogs barking here and there, so I do apologize if you hear that. Um, to the guy using the leaf blower, to these birds, not just chirping, but, like, yelling. Um, which I don't mind the birds. Like, I don't mind the birds at all. I think it's actually kind of nice, but there's... can't stand, like, little tiny dogs. (laughs) I don't know if that's just me. But um, they tend to have the most annoying bark. And I can literally say that from my own opinion and my own perspective because I own a little dog. And sometimes when he barks, it makes my heart skip a beat. And I truly like it causes me like I think like 30 seconds of extreme anxiety, especially when it's out of nowhere, when the house is still and calm. And then it's just him yapping, yapping, yapping. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I start like shaking. I'm like, it just throws my body off pretty much. But what I was talking about was intrusive thoughts and how the cycle of them can spiral and cause these poor stories in our head that aren't even true. And so an example would be if you're in a relationship and you are uh, nervous about your significant other cheating on you or getting with someone else when they haven't even done anything wrong. And so you create this story in your head that, or you start picturing them with somebody else and you start to truly feel what it feels like and then return, it becomes somewhat of your reality, even though it's never happened in this actual reality, it's only happening in your mind. And it's such a dangerous um, fault to put ourselves at and the best advice I can give if that does start to happen is like be self-aware and recognize that this is not real this is a story going on in your head take a deep breath let it pass and walk away from it don't feed it don't give attention to it don't give energy towards it it is not helping you it's only hurting you uh what i i was on a roll (laughs) and then all that shit started happening and i think that's something that i'm also coming to terms with and I have come to terms with for the past year or so of this healing journey is that I can't expect or have an expectation for something um, 
if things do go awry, I can't get mad at the universe for unfolding things in a certain way. Hence this dog barking. I can't exactly make the dog stop barking. And if I go inside, then there's noise inside. And if I go in my car, um, I feel very um, trapped and enclosed and not able to speak my mind. I'm very glad. I think the owner just told the dog to be quiet. But then again, I need to just get up at like 5.30, 6 in the morning before anybody actually gets up and record. So I was doing some notes on developing your relationship with yourself and just talking about, at least having a conversation with myself about how important self-discipline is. And I have talked in, I think it was my letting go and trusting episode about not beating myself up or giving self-worth to um, these physical aspects, whether it's journaling or meditating or going to the gym or going for a run, which is very true and very important. But at the same time, not letting myself procrastinate or sulk in um, this I can't do it mindset. Showing up for yourself and having self-discipline is in return self-love. And showing up for yourself is in my personal opinion, a way to build self-confidence and truly understand that you are capable. And unfortunately, it's a yin and a yang, and it's kind of hard to balance the two when I'm trying to explain this. But I want you to be able to forgive yourself for, you know, not completely, sorry, completely, Uh, filling out your to-do list but at the same time do your very best I I it's a tricky subject and one that I'm trying not to tiptoe around because I do believe that if you say you're gonna do something to do it if you want to create a healthy habit in your life you're gonna have to implement self-discipline whether that's again this is just using my own personal examples whether that's eating better Um, more nutrient-dense food because I also don't believe in healthy or non-healthy foods because to me, a lot of my um, life was fixated around only eating a certain way and demonizing my self-worth if I didn't eat that certain way. And so I now see all food as healthy. Some just have more nourishment and um, betterment for my body. But in terms of still eating quote-unquote unhealthy food, it's still healthy for my mental health because I'm letting go of restriction. If that makes sense, I, I hope that made sense. This dog is yapping. I hope you can hear me at least. I just, <laughs> I can't stand when people let their dogs just bark and bark and bark and bark and bark like that's not, Uh, it's very 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 irritating I'm more of a cat person I do love dogs don't get me wrong but there is something very calming about the presence of our cats around the house we have three we have Leo Ezra and Dexter Dexter is mine Aziz the rescue and then Leo is my sister's um what was I talking about again oh self-discipline and showing up for yourself and just truly understanding that it is your responsibility 
to show up for yourself, your responsibility to take care of yourself, both mental, physical, and spiritual health, but at the same time, your responsibility to forgive yourself for being human, for not having the energy maybe, or having something more important to do, or having um, needing to take care of a situation that is more dire in that moment. Um, da, 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 da. I think that's all I'm going to say on self-discipline just because it's a little bit of a tricky subject. I don't want to uh, promote this toxic positivity and tell you to just suck it up and go do it. But I also don't want to tell you that it's okay to just lie around and not do anything. It's more of holding yourself accountable for the things that you want to do in this life and understanding that it's your responsibility and nobody else's. So on to the next thing. I guess you can ask yourself, like, why are you not doing it? Whether you can... There's a plane. I need to just understand that coming outside, this is a part. This is the con of coming outside is all this background noise. But I find it most therapeutic to record outside. I find it very easy to talk when I'm outside. What I was saying is truly ask yourself, like, why am I not doing it? Is it because I don't have the energy? Is it because I just don't want to? Is it because I have something more important? Is it because um, I'm afraid of the uncomfortability? And if so, if it is because of the uncomfortability, I think with maturing, not I think, I know. um, With maturing, understanding that being uncomfortable builds you up and who you are is it's groundbreaking it truly does build your confidence and it can be as minor as adding a little bit extra weight or adding a little bit of extra reps or sets in your workout or eating a little bit better for your body or running that extra mile or speaking your boundaries or being kind to people who you don't want to be kind to because honestly being rude to someone actually just hurts yourself what's that saying kill kill him with kindness i think i think that's what it is yeah kill him with kindness is what i'm trying to say it can be very uncomfortable um it can be very (sighs) ego driven if i would say not not the action in itself being ego driven but the unwillingness to be uncomfortable is very ego driven wanting to be safe basically is the best way that i can put it um i talked about instant gratification earlier man now there's a dog running up all along the fence i was literally i was on such a good flow and i don't understand why things are happening this way right now i just saw another butterfly um i don't understand why things were happening the way they were earlier because the other day i recorded at like 2 or 3 p.m and there was no noise outside but now it's like almost 9 30 10 in the morning and there's a ton of noise so i did make myself some coffee hold on I'll take a sip of that. I've actually been adding hot cocoa to my... Not hot cocoa, just cacao powder to my coffee as well. And I think it makes it taste so amazing. 
has like a chocolate. I think my mom just said I love you, bye. Oh, my mom's going to the gym as she should. This is my first rest day this week. Actually, I cannot believe that I worked out six days in a row this week. I don't normally do that. Don't. I'm not doing that next week. I just happened to do that this week for my mental health, for my physical health just i just wanted to okay there isn't there wasn't a plan i just i just wanted to i was looking at oh before i do close this i was looking at my notebook and i have a lot of notes and things that i want to say but i tried like like i said like last episode i tried doing this and it just didn't come out the way i wanted and i felt very all over the place even though i was trying to be super organized um, but fun fact, enthusia, en, 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 why can't I say it? Enthusia, whoa, I can't I say it? enthusiasm. I'm trying to like read it and I couldn't say it, but now that I'm looking away, enthusiasm. I don't know if it's Greek or uh, Latin, but the root word means God within. I thought that was kind of cool. So also one thing that I do have written down here is happiness is not a lifestyle it is a state of emotion and finding balance between being present in your life while utilizing past lessons to better yourself and looking to future goals not seeing those goals as what will provide you happiness but seeing it as an extension of your life force like grass growing through concrete i was listening to a podcast and they said something about how an extension of your life force is like grass growing through concrete and it's a very good like uh image in your mind if you don't understand what growing your life force is it's not growing your physical being but growing your um spiritual and mental emotional being and the way that you process things and being as present as possible one thing that i truly want to do for the rest of my life and will prioritize for the rest of my life is not only healing but being present and if I start thinking too much about the future or start thinking too much about the past catching it um, and affirming to myself that I need to take a deep breath and just be in the now because I'm never going to have this moment again that's it's kind of a cool concept when you think about it that you're never going to have this moment again, so why waste it? You don't always have control over that. Yes, you're sometimes conversating with someone or maybe you have conversation with someone or you are busy and you're working on something. I understand that. But I mean, when you're just standing there, whether you're standing in line or you're waiting in your car or you're at a red light, just actually being there in that moment and whether you're listening to a song and soaking up every beat or feeling the steering wheel i'm just trying to make little examples here but truthfully being in the present moment is so healing for the soul and it feels so so good um and then one of the things that i also did have written down that i do want to address is i have trying uh i have trying that's not even grammatically correct i have tried Um, And I am still trying and doing my best. I've never, ever been addicted to social media. But even spending two hours a day on it, um, not at one time, but like, you know, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here, 10 minutes here. I don't think it's good for you. That's just me. That's just my own personal opinion. Um, 
but I find it very draining uh, and unproductive. But at the same time, sometimes social media is some people's jobs and they find connection and community and that's their safe space outside from a home that doesn't accept them, unfortunately. And so I get that. I get that side of the story as well. Trust me. Uh, But for me, and if you are this way too, maybe we could do it together, is I just find social media is a distraction from the things that are actually important to me or the things that I prioritize Uh, For example, I'll call myself out on my own bullshit. I'll pull out my yoga mat. This is not every day. This is every once in a while. And I understand that the yoga I'm about to do can be very physically intense and sometimes uncomfortable and or repetitive and I don't want to do it. So I'll pull out my phone and I'll start scrolling or I'll watch a YouTube video and try to distract myself from the... um, notion that I have what's what's the word for this I basically I just try to distract myself Um, unfortunately I'm very good at catching it now I really don't let it prolong for too long but I'm aware that I'm distracting myself I'm aware that I'm being lazy and I'll admit that I am being lazy this is again not every day this is every once in a while it hardly happens anymore because I'll set my phone aside or I'll leave it inside I'll put my headphones in just because usually there's a lot of noise in the backyard and I'll put on I think they'll say Bon Iver Bon Iver it's some of my favorite music to do yoga to or sometimes I'll put on Daft Punk or sometimes I'll put on Sam Smith or sometimes I'll put on Billie Eilish or Sometimes I'll put on Jimi Hendrix or sometimes I'll put on the Beatles. Like I, I don't have a set or sometimes I'll just listen to frequencies. Like I, I don't have a set music. It's just more about getting my mind in that space and walking away from the technology, walking away from the phone, getting on that mat and starting, I think, for almost anything in life, whether that's a book that you want to write or a business you want to work on or a workout or a run or even your yoga and your meditation as well even journaling i I honestly eating healthy i i truly think that this can apply to pretty much anything that you struggle to do starting and understanding that starting is the hardest part is groundbreaking for your future uh allowing yourself to be uncomfortable for those five ten maybe 15 minutes for an even sorry for an even greater blessing and outcome is it's very empowering i i can even say it from my own standpoint some days i don't want to go to the gym but the hardest part for me is getting in my car and driving there but the second that i walk in those doors i'm ready or going on my run the hardest part is mentally getting myself out the door sometimes I'm not saying every day I don't want to I love my runs but some days I don't want to and again it's self-discipline and showing up for myself and loving myself because I know how much better I'm gonna feel afterwards and even journaling sometimes it takes me making myself a cup of tea dimming my lights putting on the right music and opening my journal and sitting there and just looking at it and then forcing myself to pick up the pen and once I get started that's where it becomes easy I I truly do think the starting is the hardest part and 
being aware of it will allow you to further progress in the things that you think you aren't capable of but you are more than capable of and understanding that failure is normal and failure only means not even failure to be honest with you what they would call failure in society I think is mistakes needed to happen in order to even um let me see how I can wear this because there's those there's like cheesy sayings I'm just trying to not say them but failure is necessary it only furthers your success down the long run because you understand what you shouldn't do you work on it you better it and then you apply yourself again um fall down nine times and get up ten there's the cheesy saying there it is hi Ezzy. oh this the second cat I don't know where he just went oh he's playing with lizards that's one thing that these cats fucking do. They bring in lizards. They bring in birds. They bring in big ass moths. They bring in. Thank God they haven't brought in snakes. That would. Whoo, whoo. They brought in a mouse the other day. But uh, I was talking about how. Which is weird because my mom's client is just over. He looks just like Bon Jovi. When I mean just like Bon Jovi identical like put a magazine right next to him you cannot tell the difference so my mom was training we'll call him bon jovi my mom was training bon jovi again not actually bon jovi i'm just making i'm just making up a name um she was training him and he was like what are you doing out there and i was like i'm recording my podcast he goes oh that's so exciting like i've always wanted to listen to podcasts i just where would i find that because her client tells older she works on um people by the way he's still super fit though like extremely fit more fit than most people even my age um she works with people and relieving you know back pain or allowing them to be more mobile or agile or flexible her clientele is just typically older ranging from like 30s all the way to i think like 80 or so so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he just was like, what are you doing? Like, where can I find your podcast? And I was like, oh, I don't know if you <laughs> he's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm not going to force it on you. Like, he's like, but I would love to listen to it. And he's like, well, you will you know that I'm listening to it. I'm like, no, I can't exactly know who's listening to my podcast. I was like, but I talk about my life. And he goes, oh, well, I would love to hear it. And it's so weird for me to think that other people actually want to hear about my life as much as I love doing this um I have a little bit of imposter syndrome I don't know if anybody else deals with imposter syndrome but it's the notion that oh not me I can't do this because I'm not good enough I'm not worthy enough and I do recognize that that is a condition of programming and I'm working on it every single day and I truthfully at the end of my yoga will sit down with myself and I will, I find getting in lotus or cross seated is best, or even sitting on my knees. And I'll put my palms out to the sky or um, up for receiving. And I'll take deep breaths and I'll affirm to myself I am worthy. I am loved. I am capable of success. I am worthy. I am loved. I am capable of success. I am open to abundance. I am open to growth. I am worthy. And one thing I have to truly affirm and program into my mind, and it has been working so much lately, is that I am worthy. I don't know why for so long um, 
if I was in confrontation with someone or there was conflict, uh, I would, for some reason, even if I knew deep down that, not saying I did any, I wasn't doing any wrong within the confrontation or conflict, I would make myself, how do I say this? I would make myself the bad guy. I would make up every story in the book that would rationalize their behavior and the way that they acted and make up every story that what I did was entirely wrong and that I'm always in the wrong and that I'm always the bad guy in that situation. I don't know if there's other people out this out there like this, but I would uh, lessen myself because I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. I didn't want to make anybody upset. I didn't want to speak my boundaries. I didn't see how necessary it was. Um, but truthfully, now understanding that there are two sides to every story and two perspectives, I'm trying my best to work on it through affirmations. But there is no right and there is no wrong. Um, there are simply two people needing to heal. And I did say in the last episode, and I wish I would have gone more into detail about how if someone is manipulating you or gaslighting you and you rationalize in your head that they, oh no, they're just healing and they're taking this out on me because they need to heal, which is true. They, they are healing and they do need to heal, but it doesn't give um, them the right to use you and your um, emotions as a scapegoat from dealing with their own personal trauma. That's what I was trying to get at. And I'm sorry if I came off offensive to anyone. I'm not saying anyone reached out to me, but I did listen to it over and I was like, man, I I don't know if I should have said that because it looked uh, like I was saying that if somebody is, you know, yelling at you or being rude to you that they um, aren't capable of being in your life, which is not the case. It's more or less you need to speak your boundaries and not just let it happen. You need to call them out on their bullshit and say like, hey, like I see like this is an inner um, thing that you are dealing with, but don't take it out on me. And if you want to heal together, then let's heal together and I'm here for you. That's what I meant more by it. Um, So yeah. Uh, last night though was really healing I was just reflecting on let me read a little bit of my journal hopefully this doesn't nip me in the ass to be honest with you because this is like super personal but I'm going to read this and then I'm going to head out I'm going to take one more sip of my coffee Um, I am worthy abundant and giving although today has been emotional unsure and overwhelming I'm so proud of this woman. Not long ago, full of hurt, constantly fixated on getting high and stuffing her face full into her mind was numb. I'm referring to my binge eating, by the way. Maybe one day I'll share this. Maybe one day I'll help others with my story. But for now, I am grateful to be alive. From sleepless nights, drowning in alcohol and one too many pills, to meditating and truly feeling this pain that resides in my being. I am proud of this woman. She's evolving, maturing, and learning to love her being no matter how painful it may be. I sip, (laughs) 
I was drinking my hot cocoa at the time. I sip my now warm cocoa and lay next to my lover, someone who kisses my forehead, lets me take up space and be authentically me. I am hopeful for what is to come. And so when me and Casey started going on that long talk, when we were talking for like an hour and a half, I just had my notebook open and I would start writing if I felt like we were talking about a really good point. And here's some things that I wrote down. Love is the choice between two where both decide growth is necessary to take faults and better oneself in order to strengthen the unit. Anyone can think or perceive me as they may. You never truly know the depths of everyone. Outside appearances only go so far. So that was one thing me and Casey were talking about is if you see someone, you know, being rude to someone in public or you see someone upset in public or they have their head down and they don't look the happiest or even if they do, if they have a bright smile in their face, you don't truly know what's going on behind closed doors. And everyone is an example and a testament to this that we are all own, uh, we are all on our own journey and dealing with our own shit. Um, behind closed doors and a lot of us put up a front which is in turn us making ourselves smaller so that we don't make other people uncomfortable it's it's like i said it's a yin and a yang and it's a tricky subject that i just don't want to get too much into um i gotta hurry this up though because i'm running out of time Catching someone at the wrong time should not dictate the image or perception you have of someone. To know them deeply, to understand, that is compassion. That is empathy. Show up with love. And then I just wrote a little note. I was like, good night, world. Good night to today. I let go of what today carried. Ready to rest. Happy to live for tomorrow. Ready to sleep next to the man who loves me full-heartedly. And then I signed my name. Um, this was really healing. I'm very thankful that you showed up today. I hope that you look forward to the YouTube channel that is to come. Um, I'm very, very excited. I can see this envisionment of my life. And not only am I grateful for the life I'm living right now, but I do have a, a dream life and a dream reality that I'm so excited is unfolding right in front of me. And I'm just so full of love and so happy that you showed up today. You are worthy. Take a deep belly breath with me. Fully expand your stomach and come in today with love. If you are going to bed, let go of today and be ready for tomorrow and accept all that is um, coming to you and all is happening for you, not against you. I'll see you guys in the next episode.